Verb. That's what's happening. Hello, my groovy ghoulies. This is your deep-cut demonic host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his heavily scarred hobgoblin cast to Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about us ruining everything. If you don't want your house to be part of tomorrow's ruins, you'd best get in line with the singularity. The Singularity by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. We were almost screwed. We just about fished all of the best tasting fish out of existence, and the only fish that were left tasted like mayonnaise ice cream or that brown stuff pulled up at the bottom of our mom's refrigerator. You couldn't even call it seafood because that wasn't food. We just called it sea. How were we expected to exploit nature when left with choices like this? Something had to be done. Someone with a pile of brains figured if we could rush evolution along, we could force those shitty fish to speciate so their descendants could fill in all the tasty niches. But how in the hell were we ever going to do that. We were already pouring our best chemical and nuclear waste into the oceans, and all that got us were pre-cooked fish. When we ate those pre-cooked fish, they tasted like black licorice topped with rotten eggs. That was certainly an improvement, but we were hoping for something more. The answer was found in the technology of the ancients. Our historians decreed that an enormous record player turntable should be placed beneath each ocean and then turned up to 78 speed. Given the incredible power historians held in the governments of the world, we were all too frightened to argue with them. The plan was set into motion, and so were the seas. For the first few years, we couldn't stop giggling because the fish sounded like the chipmunks. Except for the chipmunk fish. They sounded like the gnatfish used to sound. And we didn't even care about how the gnatfish sounded now because things were starting to happen down there. The fish were getting better at being fish. They weren't wasting their time evolving legs and exploring like their long-dead cousins had. These fish were consolidating their power. The swordfish evolved into riflefish and shot all the old men in the sea. Catfish became lionfish and didn't give a shit that they were freshwater fish and didn't even belong in this story, the old lionfish became truth-telling fish, tuna became threna, and blowfish became go-all-the-way fish. It was when the angelfish became godfish and started controlling the oceanic shenanigans that we started pissing ourselves. If we didn't put a stop to this, the fish were going to start eating us. We immediately lowered the turntable to 16 speed and kicked ourselves for not sticking an off switch on there, or better yet, a reverse switch. But we were too late. They had evolved beyond us. The fish stopped swimming in schools and began swimming in universities and then began swimming in Kulagoos. We didn't know what the fuck that last one was. We had no idea what was happening. One fish became two fish. Red fish became blue fish. All this time we'd been trying to put off the singularity by giving computers inferiority complexes and scoring them lower than they deserved on their Turing tests. We never expected our masters would come from the sea. The only thing we fished for anymore was compliments. At least we'd had a chance of merging with computers. The only people that had made any inroads on merging with fish had been arrested as sex offenders. In a last-ditch effort to have some presence in the future, we released those people, doused them in water-resistant perfume, and hoped for the best. If this story flavored your fish fingers, you can net it and other rubber boots at the URL of the fishing pole, BewareTheHairyMango.com. When you read the title for this episode, you thought it was going to be the Shongularity, didn't you? It's time for mail! Email BewareTheHairyMango It takes more than one to tango the only other rhyme is Durango, unless you stretch Mustango.
Dominic writes, Mr. Matthew Chasen Sanborn Smith, I would very much like to tell you how much I enjoy your radio show, Where'd the Hairy Man Go? Listening to your dulcet tones twice a month fills my ear holes with delight. Unfortunately, my podcatcher is set to filter out everything but dulcet tones, so that means episodes of Beware the Hairy Man Go clock in at about five seconds each. Who needs all those other tones anyway? Plus, any more delight and my ears would overflow, and that just makes a mess of my earbuds. Not to be confused with Air Bud, his messes are somebody else's problem. I am sorry to hear that Beware the Wango Tango will be finishing up at the end of this year. It seems I just got started listening and loving the show, and off you trundle like Carol Burnett pulling at her earlobe and wheeling her mop bucket into the backstages of my memory. Mind you, that area could use a good tidy, so maybe it's all for the best. So in conclusion, I just wanted to say thanks for the shows, and that for the remainder of this year, I'll be looking forward to hearing more of Mr. Matthew Unborn Smith in Dehair the Wary Mango. Thanks. Jesus, Dominic, I don't know what to say after that. I think you just wrote an episode of this show yourself. I am actually related to that coffee guy, by the way. He's my sister. Now you must listen to yourselves. Now we will force you to listen to yourselves. You will listen, you will. Now you must listen to yourselves. Are you still listening? Go to davidbradshawmusic.com and thank David Bradshaw for making that wonderful email music and buy a bunch of his stuff and make him go to your website and thank you. Mail. Write it. Send it. Listen to me read it. Produce produce in the comments for this poster. Zucchini mail me and we'll make up funny words for real life things at matthewatbewarethehairymango.com or sit around wondering why our summer squash goes from green directly to brown at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Whenever we're mopping up water in the sfsignal.community room, the SF and SF Signal stands for Shitty Freezer. It goes from the place we chill our fudge to just the place we pack our fudge. Twitter your most fantastic critters that all of D&D's most manual monsters let their fingers do the walking behind me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Tumble up the stairs. Why don't you ever see anybody doing that? At bewarethehairymango.tumblr.com Actually, I'm fine if you don't even go there. Just record yourself doing that stair thing. Donate your time through the donate button on the homepage. Nah, I'm just funning you. I don't give a shit about your time. Hell, if there's one thing I spend more foolishly than money, it's time. Oh, you're probably not going to give me your money now either. After all the time I I spent on that sales pitch. This podcast bleeds profusely all over a freshly made dinner at a tetanus-filled orphanage, but at least the good news is once your jaw locks up, you won't be able to down another blood-soaked dinner unless they get creative and puree the whole thing and make you suck a freshly made blood shake, or worse yet, a plasma-filled Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until you wake from your golden slumber and jump in the golden shower, this will be your pet rock star, Matthew Sanborn Smith, telling you only one thing comes between me and my Calvins, and I swear I wash them immediately afterward. Good night. <laughs>